For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Carleton State may have only one season as a Division I FCS program, but they already have a receiver popping up on NFL radars. That receiver is Tariq Bitson, who originally started his career at Adams State. This spring, Bitson posted multiple big stat lines, including a 12-catch, 202-yard day against Dixie State. Bitson hopped on the NFL Draft Prospects podcast with NFL Draft analyst Ryan Roberts for this week's prospect interview. Before we get to that conversation, though, folks, I need to tell you about Bet Online. The NBA playoffs are happening right now, and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. We've got the Lakers battling it out with the Phoenix Suns, the Clippers struggling to keep up with the Dallas Mavericks. And as these playoffs go on, might as well have some fun and get in on that action, have some skin in the game, put some money down, bet on some individual games. Maybe you have a hunch who's going to win a series. Any Anything that you can find or think of for the NBA playoffs, they have it at Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds that you need, and it is the best way to place your bets as well as free to sign up. Head to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's get to that conversation with Tariq Pitts. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast interview edition. If you are with us on Thursdays, you know that we bring you some of the interviews with, with the absolute best prospects in the 2021 NFL Draft and beyond. I have here a future prospect for next year, 2022 NFL Draft, who's a player that has had a journey that I'm very interested in, that I want to dive into, that I want to get a lot of background on. He was an All-American last year in 2019 at Adams State um, Division II school, which over 1,300 yards, he had 11 touchdowns, outstanding season, averaged over 20 yards per catch. He made the decision Tarleton State was the best option for him for 2020, obviously with a lot of things going on you know, in the background with COVID protocols and, and just maneuvering this really awkward offseason, to say the least. I have with me Mr. Tariq Bitson, who is an All-American wide receiver, now with Tarleton State. Tariq, appreciate you, man, taking a little bit of time here today. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm glad to uh, be here and, uh, you know, do this interview. Absolutely, man. And I'll, I'll say this, Tariq, obviously you're a guy that's been very impressive to me. I mean, I originally reached out to you when you were still at Adams State. So you've been a guy that's been on the radar now for a little bit for me. And, and a guy that I was very interested when you made that move ultimately uh, to Tarleton to to see you now on an FCS level, obviously with Tarleton making that jump this season. So let's start, though, before we get into that, I want to go through a little bit of the journey. Talk to me about 
high school career, recruiting, and I think your ultimate first stop was Oklahoma State, if I have that correct. Uh, yes, sir, it was. So uh, coming out of high school, um, I had a few schools, you know, talking to me, but no one really offered me. Um, then I went to the uh, junior, college, junior college level for a little bit, um, for like the summer a little bit, but ended up actually uh, going to Oklahoma State. And uh, I did like a, a year and a half at Oklahoma State. Um, really wasn't um, able to really get a fair, I think, a fair shot to show my talents. Because um, at that time, I was behind guys like James Washington and Marcellus Aikman and people like that. So kind of went uh, JUCO, actually back to JUCO and went to NEO again and served uh, a year at JUCO. And then during my JUCO recruitment, no one, again, was really looking for me or wasn't really recruiting me. And then Adam State came and got me, uh, Josh Blankenship and uh, his staff came and got me at Adam State. And I uh, went up to Adams and just kind of, no, I'm not going to say I had a chip on my shoulder, but uh, I definitely felt like I had something to prove because, uh, one, I had never really been too far away from home. All the schools that I had been to so far was, you know, not too far from, from home. So uh, going up to Colorado, which was 10 hours away, definitely made me feel like I had to uh, prove myself far as not only uh, like who is this kid from Oklahoma, because mainly Colorado is more West uh, athletes, so like California, Las Vegas, that area. So um, I definitely was the only one on my team from Oklahoma. So that definitely just had made me uh, have to show, like, you know, in Oklahoma, like, we can play football too. And too, like I said, like, no one really recruited me. So I guess you can say I kind of did have that chip on my shoulder to prove everybody, like, um, I'm just as good, you know, as anybody else. So yeah. that's kind of happening. Well, I, I think that's, I mean, that's, that's, I, I really appreciate you kind of laying it out like that, Tariq. And I want to talk a little bit about your stop um, at Northeastern Oklahoma A&M that you talked about a little bit, the JUCO. I've talked to a lot of guys in the past from, you know, from varying backgrounds and experiences with the junior college route. You only spent a year there, I know. So you weren't there, you know, a ton of time, but for you, I, I, everybody I've talked to have kind of said like, that is a dog eat dog world type of thing. You know, like people, everyone's trying to work their hardest to get out and it's not easy for some. And a lot of players quit for you. How did that stop there provide maybe a little bit of that chip on your shoulder that you're talking about and maybe a little added bonus to find your inner competitive fire where you need to be the best at all times? Uh, definitely. Um, I think when you go to junior college, um, it's two things that you find out about, um, one, how much do you really love the sport? And two, what are you willing to give up? Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I got there, like I definitely had to figure out, like I said, how much I really love playing football. And was this something that I was really willing to commit everything to and be able to, uh, give up certain things. And then also, um, you make long life friends that are like I definitely have made a lot of friends with my teammates going through them hard journeys and them hard times that we went through during the JUCO process um I still have friends to this day we still communicate um 
even through our little our busy lives or whatnot, but we still find a way to, you know, keep up with each other and see how each other's doing and things like that. So junior college is definitely a like you said, a, a doggy dog world, but the team your teammates and the friends that you make during your time at Juco will always be a life a lifelong friends. Like you'll never uh not be able to speak to them because you know the things that y'all went through during them times at Junior College. So mm-hmm. it's always good to uh, have friends like that. Absolutely. And I know, Tariq, I know you were also a, a standout basketball player when you were in high school. Was there an opportunity to potentially play maybe that on college? And was there ever any thought to maybe basketball being the route in general? Uh, actually, it was. Um, so uh, before my a couple of weeks before my signing day, um, I had a few schools actually trying to convince me to play basketball over football. But um, I felt like basketball to me, like I've always loved playing both sports, but I knew uh, my best shot to maybe be a professional in was football. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like basketball, it would have been a great, you know, four or five years at a collegiate level, but I didn't really see myself being able to be a professional in it. Gotcha. Now that, that makes complete sense. And and I want to talk obviously Tariq now you, you went to Adam State for a year and I know it's probably bittersweet to make a decision to leave after the season you had, but I mean, just to highlight it real quick, we're talking again, 63 receptions for over 1300 yards, 1,355 to be exact 11 touchdowns averaged, I think like 140 something yards per game. So obviously you went to that level. And you absolutely dominated. And you talked about, hey, when I went to Adams, I had a chip on my shoulder because nobody wanted me, right, at that point. To have that season, to be able to put up that production and to have people finally believe in you, how rewarding was that 2019 season in general for you? Uh, It was definitely rewarding after all the accolades and everything had rolled in. But during that whole time of just that season alone, like, I never once just like, you know, when looked at my numbers or when looked and seeing how I was doing, actually, like, I didn't really realize, like, how big the season, like, how big my season was really going until one of my teammates actually told me, like, that I was close to breaking the record. So it kind of, like, was really just, I was just, like, in this, I guess you can say zone, like, in basketball, like, when you just get in, in a zone and you just seem like each game, like, you the the hoop is just as big as the ocean. Like, that's kind of how it was for me. Like, each game, I just felt like I was in a zone. And I really didn't understand, like, what I was really doing for as number-wise and record-wise and things like that until, like I said, a teammate told me until after the season was over with and all the accolades and all the, like, rewards and stuff that started coming in. So it was kind of like um, – it kind of caught me by surprise, honestly. Um at the end of the day, I just was really just doing what I always did, honestly. So it kind of just was a, a bittersweet feeling of it, for sure. And I kind of want to highlight Tariq real quick for the listeners that haven't seen him yet. He is a big six foot three, two hundred and five pound wide receiver who I think is a really nice athlete. I think is super smooth. But what he does best, man, is he is super physical. Plays at the catch point. I mean, when the football is in the air, you can see that competitive fire and how he plays the football and that basketball background, I think, really pops out on film. Tariq, now after that season, obviously, you made a decision. Tarleton now is the best spot for you. So just take me through that offseason a little bit. What was the main reasons for 
ultimately leaving Adam State and then a little bit of why Tarleton was the best spot for you? Um, so I, I ended up graduating um, in December of 2020 with my uh, undergrad degree in business marketing. And during that whole time, um, at first we didn't know if we was going to have a season or not uh, due to COVID. And then the ruling came out that we wasn't. And then uh, at first, you know, I was just going to wait it out and just play in the fall of 2021. But then that's when I think the NCAA had came out and said they was giving everybody like an extra year or a blanket year. Mm -hmm. So with me graduating and getting a blanket year, that basically was if I did decide to, you know, transfer and go somewhere else, it would have gave me like a two for one type thing. So I was definitely looking to go to an FCS school so I could play in the spring and then also be able to come back and play in the fall. Right. So um, what made me choose Tarleton was when I had hit the transfer portal, Tarleton was actually the first school to reach out to me. But even through the, the transfer portal process, uh, I had a few schools, more schools than I did when I first got recruited as far as in high school and it, during college, uh, actually, like, talking to me. But something, it was just something about Tarleton. The the offense here is just, I don't know, it just was something that caught my eye. And um, at that time, you know, being 10 hours away and maybe being able to get a little closer to home so family, friends can see me play um, was another thing, too. Like, because from home now, it's, like, only five hours away, so. Now, uh, that was something else, too, that uh, definitely made me decide to come to Tarleton as well. So, And uh, the coaching staff here had definitely made me feel um, wanted, made me feel like they, you know, built a relationship with me and wanted me to be here. So it just made me choose Tarleton. I love it, man. And obviously, Tarleton State, for people that aren't too aware, I mean, they they were a power on the Division two level. And obviously, they're making that jump to the FCS this spring. Um, and they're off to a good start, four and two record. And there's a lot of good things happening. And it, it seems like for me, Tariq, it's a nice destination because, I mean, I saw Stephen Duncan's, uh, your quarterback now that was at Western Kentucky. So, I mean, you got some dudes. Uh, Mr. Thomas, your other wide receiver, has been a guy that's been on the radars for a couple of years. But this ascension you've had now, man, it's been awesome to see because we're talking two games ago. I mean, you had a nice start to the year in the first game, but the two games ago, you had over 12 catches for over 200 yards, two touchdowns. Just had another victory where you had six catches for over 80-something yards and, and another couple scores. You seem to be in a nice groove. How has so far this transition been for you at Tarleton? Uh, it's been pretty smooth for me, honestly. Um, like you said, the first game uh, against McNeese, uh, I had a, a pretty good game, but uh, I got hit with contact tracing, so I didn't get to play the New Mexico State game at uh, UTEP. So after when that had happened, it's just been trying to really just get back into really a rhythm. Um, I played in the Dixie State game, but really didn't get to to practice at all because of obviously contact tracing. So I had to quarantine. So that was a little tough trying to still be prepared and locked in for a game that, you know, without practicing, which is kind of tough, like being able to go through the game plan, like full speed and knowing like, you know, exactly where, we, you know, you want to run certain routes and stuff like that at, until game day, basically, is kind of how it worked. But um, And then after that, we played Mississippi College. Um, like I said, still trying to get back into a groove of just, you know, a full week of practice and things like that. So I think 
that that Dixie State game back in, in Dixie was just all of it just coming together, just just you know getting another full week of practice in and just kind of like uh, getting a, into like a rhythm with obviously Steven and uh, just getting back getting my feedback under me really is what it was. Um, and then last week's game Saturday, uh, it was homecoming and just you know still and now we I think we've gotten to a good rhythm now. Um, since the contact tracing and uh, against New Mexico State, so that's just what you're seeing right now. Is just us in a good rhythm right now, and uh, trying to finish the season out strong. Absolutely, and in the five games that Tariq has played, he has over 400 yards, 422 yards, five touchdowns, only 29 receptions as well. So he's averaging a healthy yards per catch as well. That Dixie State game that he's talking about went 12 catches, over 200 yards, and two touchdowns in that affair. So obviously. Tariq, for people that really study the NFL draft, like this, I I don't think that there is too much of a misunderstanding that Tarleton has some dudes, right? Like Devin Hafford's another guy on the defense that I've been watching now for, it seems like (laughs) three years, you know, he's been a guy that's really been producing. What has it been like, not just the transition, but the talent that's around you, man? Like, I feel like there's future NFLers all around on that Tarleton team. Uh, Yes, definitely, for sure. Um, I think... Like you said, Devin Hauser, um, J.F. Thomas. Um, we also have uh, another receiver, uh, Gabe Douglas um, and Steven, and a few more guys on the defensive end, too, uh, like Ronell. It's just being around those guys have definitely made – I think it's made all of us, honestly, step our game up. Um, obviously, because, you know, in practice we go over as D sometimes, and, like, you know, we all have to bring – we know bring our best because it's going to bring the best out of the other person. So for us to get the best uh, person for each other on Saturday, we know we have to bring it every day in practice. That's the only way that we'll be um, not only getting better as individuals, but helping our our team be the best version of Tarleton. Uh, If we don't bring it to each other uh, through the week, then we are not doing Tarleton. uh, We're doing Tarleton a disservice. Because at the end of the day, it's about making sure Tarleton State wins. And if we're not bringing our best in practice, then it's going to be hard for us to win uh, without bringing our best each and every day in practice. Absolutely. And I know that this is, you know, kind of a just taking you through the journey and getting you acclimated, um, acquainted, I should say, with one of the top receivers on the FCS level now after the transfer. But of course, Tariq is a guy that I think is going to play on the next level, which is why I wanted to get him out here. And I know, Tariq, that we're going to have to wait, unfortunately, to the 2022 NFL draft wrapping up here. But for you, the last couple of questions I have, one, when that process comes, when you do get to that point where, hey, now I'm training for the draft, I'm getting ready, I'm doing all the pro day things, all talking to teams, all that type of stuff. I know it's not, it's probably not going to feel real until that point happens, but for you, how long has this been a dream, and just what will it feel like to know that uh, that you have a shot to be a professional athlete? Uh, this has been a dream of mine since I was a little kid, honestly. Um, being able to go through the whole process of you know pro day and interviewing um, for different teams and things like that, it'll be like a dream come true, honestly. Um, but I, like you said, uh, until that day comes, like you know, I have to continue to to work and show that I belong on that level. But um, it's definitely gonna be a dream come true for sure. Like, um, but at the same time, I have to you know still be a professional while going through that process. But it'll be like 
uh, I'll be definitely like a little kid living out his dream for sure. I love it, man. Kind of the last question I have is obviously, you know, I, I painted the picture of what type of football player that I think you are for you now to work towards that goal. What is something or a couple things that for you are going to be a deciding factor of you taking your game to that next level and things that you need to improve on? Uh, I think uh, one thing I definitely need to improve on is uh, probably making sure that um, I'm sharp in all my routes um, and making sure that I separate or create or creating separation uh, within my route or when, after the uh, after the catch, uh, being able to make five yards turning to 15 or 15 yards turning to 20 to 30 yards or maybe even a touchdown. So I think right now that's um, the biggest thing that I've been trying to display uh, in games right now is um, my separation after the catch uh, or in routes and making sure my routes are sharp and also um, making sure I'm being physical in the blocking game for sure. So again, we got Mr. Tariq Bitson, wide receiver out of Tarleton State, Adam State transfer, All-American wide receiver. Tariq, appreciate you, man. Again, just taking a little bit of time. It was awesome to get the backstory um, of your journey so far, and we'll definitely be keeping an eye on you moving forward here. Uh, thank you for having me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.